Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Tonight, we got a couple people getting hit up, set up, and shook up. It's getting real, real on the Snowfall After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. What's up, y'all? Hi, everybody. Hey, crack is whack. Don't do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we got a few people doing crack tonight. What's up? Everybody, welcome to the Snowfall After Show. Tonight, you are tuned into Season 3, Episode 5, The Bottoms. I'm your host, Portia Carter, and joining me is the wonderful and beautiful Adeze and the wonderful and beautiful Tyra. Hi, guys. Tonight, y'all, we're going to talk about Franklin and his mama real estate. Jerome won't and out of the thing thing, okay, y'all? He's he, he cutting ties. Andre and all of his troubles. And not only that, we got a drug lord this week. And it is a woman this time. Stay tuned to find out who that is. And also stay tuned to find out what's going on with Snowfall. Because we got some news about that. Before we get into all of that, let's hear your overall thoughts of this show tonight, ladies. This might be one of my favorite episodes. Nothing really even happened, but the setup is getting me Mm. anxious. Like It was lit. It was lit. lit. Okay. (laughs) So many twists and turns. I didn't expect some things. So it was a really good episode. Yeah, Mm. I I totally agree. It was just, it's just laying it all out. And I'm just ready to see how it's going to unfold. Because some stuff about to go down. Okay. And I'm excited to see. Like, okay, so I'm going to use what Tyra said. So Tyra said that this is a setup episode. And this was the best setup episode ever. Okay. <laughs> you know, we've been kind of upset sometimes with these setup yeah, episodes. Because they be going real I think slow. Was it episode two? We were kind of like, all right, we see y'all trying to piece some stuff together, but we need a little more. We made that work, it. though. We made that work. We, yeah. You made that work. <laughs> yes, my You made that work. We made that work. <laughs> okay. So, first on the chopping block is Franklin and Mama. They got a little real estate issue. So, as we know, they lost their. Uh, apartment complex that they were going for and they were outbid by Totsworth or Tots 
for anyway the mama's <laughs> old landlord who she used to work for and he used to treat her like a slave and some old stuff I don't know what he was doing to her he was low key sexual assaulting her too we a whole bunch of stuff he wasn't right but he the ones outbid them and then Franklin and his mama pay him a little visit let's talk about it yeah so you know what I was a little bit confused maybe you guys can clear this up for me at first, going through the whole thing, I'm like, yo, like, Franklin, you don't let her talk, talk, let him talk to you and your mama like that? And of then, course not. Right? Right. And even when you saw Franklin just stewing, just looking at him like, mm, all right, I'm going to be back. When they left, they were in, like, cahoots. Like, you think that worked? Like, you think mm-hmm. we did it? So I was just like, I wonder what they're planning. I don't think that they, and they knew him, so they didn't um, intend for him to take that bite, whatever, $50,000 over asking price. I'm sure he's racist, and he also thinks very lowly of Sissy. So, like, even if she oh, offered really? him a million dollars, he wasn't going to mm-hmm. take it. You know what I mean? Like, because he could have took that money. The fact that you said that and you know that, it hurt me. Yeah, because yeah. think about it. Because she's powerful. And $50,000 yeah. to do nothing. Let go of the property. It's just pro- uh, To him, that property probably meant nothing. Because he pe- paid 40000 over asking price, which means that he spent more money than he really wanted to. So he felt that lowly of her that he wouldn't even take her money. And then he said some racist stuff about the hubcaps and the snap. Yeah, but I mean, not even that, though. It's just the principle, like, he's worked with her. So he knows the lifestyle they've had. He knows that they can't afford this. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't want to necessarily say it was to the point where he just thought low of her. It was just facts. Like, how did you get all of this money? You Like, y'all been struggling, and now all of a sudden you trying to buy me out the deal? Something not right. But the once he said that, you people, I was like, mm. Well, I mean, we knew... We knew a little prejudice was mm-hmm. getting thrown in there, but... I mean, but he wasn't right from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. He was already had them apartments looking all kind of crazy. And she called him out. Painting mold over... You paint over mold. As you know mold is killing people these days? Mm-hmm. Like, it people is. are dying in their apartments from mold. Mm-hmm. Like, having allergic reactions, all types of stuff. Can't breathe. You know, sniffing and stuff every single day. <laughs> like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, people... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a side of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. People be real deal. I was once, I had a boyfriend who was allergic to mold. Oh, wow. Really? You would yeah. never know. You would never know. You they paint over that thing. Like, that is not okay. That's People not actually okay. die. Like, and I feel like if he was to get that property, he was going to do the same crap. Charge these these people mm-hmm. that he called these people charge these people two arms and three legs for rent and he ain't did nothing for the property or to help out the community in any kind of way and then we saw he was even more low down because he said we were confused about why these people showed up like who were these people coming out the car late at night they were showing up at Franklin's house to mess with him and apparently he, they were being sent by this landlord guy and then we found out that Franklin flipped that beat them up tied right. them I up. was a little confused yeah so that's yeah. where it left me too because at what? the at the 
end of the meeting, like, you know, we saw Pr- Franklin was like super calm. So we knew something was happening, but I'm still trying to figure out like maybe Franklin planned something, but then the landlord sending his people just set it up for itself. And right. that's why, you know, it ended up working in their family. Like, favor i guess franklin just didn't have to do nothing because right they started it right. that's what i got i thought it. like franklin didn't know what he wanted to do but he was like all right i'll see you i you got, you. I mean? I got and you and then the landlord just set himself up and then his, the landlord set himself up i mean we saw them duct tape beat up i was confused at first i was like is that his office then you see him walk in and he's like yo i don't want no parts of whatever's going take on it. with franklin take it take it take it underpriced everything forgive me y'all i was just <laughs> a little confused okay so do you remember because i was thinking I was thinking that Franklin set him up with the two guys just being there. I didn't think they came for Franklin. I thought he just, you know, probably beat his dudes up real bad and set him in the office like, all he right, back that. out. But he, he did do that. But remember, there was a <clears throat> short scene where you saw two people come out the car, which was that. It happened in a split second. Just like that. And you yeah. were, like, were like, who are these people? And then we see the next scene uh, tied up, beat up in the office. And then we see the next, the next, next, next scene. He pulled out. So we we put the timeline together. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe, like, they probably weren't even there to, like, harm Franklin and his family. He probably, because he was just so suspicious on how they got this money, he probably sent them over there, like, okay, we need to to check them out. Or rob him. Yeah, or rob him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Franklin and his goons, they came in and took care of the business and put him in a, you know, if I sent goons for you and you sent them back to me... In that condition, you can have whatever you want. I'm out of here. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to going on. That's it want. for you, huh? Take it, take me, take anything you need. Because that's not, I didn't plan for that. So, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So, why do y'all think his mama wasn't excited about the fact that they now have this property? Maybe because of the way it happened. I mean, even though she's okay with this drug business, I don't think she's okay with, you know, the beating up and the the, the nitty gritty that goes Mm-hmm. with this you know she wanted to, to get in straight up i'll buy it off of you just name your price you know to know that he pulled out or maybe she didn't even know that franklin did this maybe she didn't know like she had him them beat up and set up and then tied up and put in the office because mm-hmm. she kind of picked up the phone like okay and then he was like this is good mama right nah she knows and he had to but she he knew but she knew but like she wasn't okay with it and that's why he had to convince her like remember he treated you like a slave right you know so i just don't think she's okay with how that went mama is just still on the fence Mm -hmm. like she wants to she wants to be there for her son she wants to support him but deep down it's eating her worried about her baby she's worried about her baby and i think she worried about her well-being and everything that's going on because now she is a part of the crime so if franklin go down i mean she right. could possibly go down. And, so. and when she seen her brother like that, that was a lot for her. Like, she told Franklin, look, I don't even want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And Franklin had just woke up from that nap, like a nightmare. You know how mamas are. Like, she knows it wasn't just like he was, like, calling after the bus. Like, wait. He knows that like, he woke up, like, jerked up and something's going on. So she's, yeah. like, putting those mother pieces together. Like, yeah. you know, something's not right. And I don't think I like what's going on And we on peep here. that. Like, the whole episode, you peep that energy. Mm-hmm. Like, something's yeah. not right. Everybody knows that something's not right. Except for Franklin. Franklin thinks it's all good. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. You know, Leon. Yeah. The mama don't know, you know, Jerome, which we'll talk about soon. So... 
Yeah, speaking of something is about to happen, let's just keep you abreast on our somethings that are always happening here at AfterBuzz. Why don't you let them know what's up? You know what's going to happen? You're going to keep watching Snowfall's After Show because we're the best <laughs> after show that, that they got here. Let's just be real. And okay. <laughs> all right. So if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell us how you feel about these episodes, how you feel about what we're doing on here. If you're on iTunes listening, thank you so much for listening. And please don't forget to give us five stars. We love Snowfall so much. We love Afterbus so much. And we thank you so much for tuning in. And Thanks for helping y'all. us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Come we on, could ESPN. not do it without you. Without you. Y'all the real MVPs, okay? All right. Another real MVP on the list. Uncle Jerome. Yes. Uncle Jerome. He is an MVP because he took a beat and he kept on ticking, He's okay? A <laughs> But you know, it's not funny. You right? But you know, this show got a way of bringing the funny out of me. The you dark just be funny, laughing. You know? Yeah, you gotta just. You the, gotta, the situations are so intense that you gotta just find well, a little I'll be balance. Like this. Yeah, and she be dying next to me. I'm like, why is she laughing? Oh, <laughs> we gonna get to that one laughing part. Girl. Let me tell you. Okay. Anyway, so Uncle Jerome, you know, we we see that. First and foremost, um, he definitely had a hard time. When you go through something as traumatic as police brutality, you want to be on your P's and Q's. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do nothing else. And we have definitely seen it play out in our community as a whole with the police brutality that goes on every single day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not only does it shake up that person or if that person is even still alive, but it shakes up that person's family and then the community. And now there's rallies and there's all types of stuff. So granted... We don't have a rally for Uncle Jerome, but we have a rally in our hearts for him. And in this rally, we feel that he has been done wrong and nothing, there is nothing that we could possibly do about it, especially in this time because it is the 80s, you know, and they don't even got, I wouldn't even say they don't have as much power and justice as they do now because they still ain't got power and we still, we still ain't got power and justice, but here we are, here we are. So Uncle Jerome is a little shaken up and not only does he want to protect his business, he wants to protect his life on a low low. He just ain't say that part. So he wants out. How do y'all feel about him wanting out? It's sad because you see he's not as strong as we thought he was. You know, even coming back when he came back. Yeah, that was a low blow a day day. No, no. (laughs) You ain't got to do a go to prom like that. I'm saying because when he came back from the hospital, he was like, don't touch me. You know, he's playing tough. Like, I'm good. No, he didn't want no one to help him walk up the stairs. No, nothing. And then we see like his, it's really the psyche because the the bruises and the injury heal. Mm -hmm. It's afterwards. You got to think like I was beating inches, you know, from my life. So you see that like, he's not as strong mentally as we thought, guys. Come on, he's human. That's what I yeah. meant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shout out to Uncle Jerome. Yeah. So, Jerome's at a house. I think Franklin knew that because, you know, I feel like Jerome's approach to talking to Franklin, he's the uncle, if you remember. He's the uncle. So if you want to talk to Franklin, he's going to. And then Franklin kind of was like, not now, not now. And then when he went to really talk to him, Franklin was like, just before you say something, I really appreciate you. Because he knew mm-hmm. it was coming. He knew his uncle wasn't okay but Franklin's being insensitive. Like, he thinks that he could just take a, what, licking and keep on kicking? Ticking, yeah. Ticking and licking. So, yeah. I 
I am with Jerome. I want Jerome to just lay low. Like you said, it's affecting him mentally. Like, I think he, like, he was, you know, in this drug lifestyle, but this is just, like, a whole nother level, and I think he just personally can't handle it. And I'm with him. Like he said, like, all of y'all got y'all own stuff. Like, I'm ready to build mine. He was like, I can't be no old man out here still slinging, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel for Jerome. I want him to be able to step away from it, but it's just, like, he's gotten so deep into it. It's like, how and then he got his nephew who he pretty much created this monster yeah. still like no we need you Jerome like he's still kind of like a I feel like still like a mentor to him even though he's still the boss so it's kind of just like a weird predicament that he's in I, yeah. but I agree I think that I, I want him to just lay low. That beating took a toll on me. I don't me. think Jerome I, saw it coming. They were remember he was like you were just selling dime bags of shake. They were doing little little drug little movie yeah. here and there. He never. That's thought, what I'm saying. He created a monster. Created a, a drug lord. <laughs> a drug you, lord. You don't you don't feed a beast and don't think it's gonna grow. That's like true. it ain't gonna grow. Like that just doesn't work out. But see. I agree. I want Uncle Jerome to lay low, but I still want him to be a part of the business as far as him getting his cut so True. that he can continue to fund his business and his, you know, jamming Jerome's. Like, I want that to be prosperous. So we do have this aspect that we see of Franklin where he said, you know what, we're going to be sitting back and kicking it while everybody else is doing the work. That's why we're trying to get into wholesale. That's why we're getting people in different hoods. And which is why he decided to branch out into Inglewood on mm -hmm. this episode Ooh. and they had to, you know, take a little visit to Scully mm. who is man boy's Sister, sister, baby, baby daddy. daddy. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about the Scully issue. Scary. Situation. Listen. Scary. I was scared watching Scully. So <laughs> I wouldn't have had no parts with Scully. <laughs> no, because you think that when you're coming up to someone named Scully, you think he's going to be like scary and crazy. You told him watch yourself, act like you're at your mama's house. And he was like, he's like, this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's up? Right. Are you That's what you know like, that's scary. <laughs> Turn the music down. We were all like, like is, he, is he gonna turn the music down? But the we music know was too loud for me for to us. hear. Right, but we know why the music was loud because our boy was in the closet but whimpering. I don't think so because think he turned so? because he turned it down and told them I'm gonna beat his ass and then turn it up. Like so, he wasn't hiding him. He just wanted to. He was in them. He takes sh like shrooms or like sh mushrooms, right? So like he's on drugs. So like he's really jamming. what was this stuff he was dropping in his ears? I think it has drugs in it. Or Shut maybe up. like I'm, I'm done. I. He was I, putting an ear I feel like there's different ways, I guess, to, to get high. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was just like coke that you put in That's what ear. I thought too. It was like drugs in the ear. Yeah, you could I put know it under what? your tongue. You could do all the stuff. Yeah. Put it in your tongue. Do all. I've shit. heard of people putting it in, a, in their booty holes. Creativity <laughs> is for expressions of art and passion and entertainment. Okay. Creativity <laughs> is not for drugs. Y'all don't be out here getting creative and putting stuff all up in other holes in your body that places what? don't belong. Can you imagine he? he he felt a little earwax and he just thought in the middle of a, a drug meeting he's just gonna put some airdrops in. No, girl, that, has, that was drugs. Ooh. <laughs> Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Those are drugs. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I feel like the uh, hyenas on the uh, the first line came. Mufasa. No. 
But back That's to, how scary Scully was. Back to Scully, bro. Like, the fact that he just, he has somebody tied up and stuff, it just, like, confirmed. At first, we were like, oh, this guy's just crazy. And then it confirmed, like, nah, he's not somebody to yeah. mess with. Like, he got somebody mm-hmm. just casually tied up, like, in front of everybody. He didn't even, like, hide it, you know? So, well, Leon I, knew. What I thought was interesting about that scene, seeing Leon <laughs> shook, act the way he up. did. He was shook it because up. Because Leon is, you know, he be about it. Like, oh, Franklin, we taking him out. Cool. Yeah. When he saw that little episode in the closet, he was in a chair like this. Nope. He saw himself in that he chair. He was looking like, what the mm-hmm. is going on in here? <laughs> he was all the way shaking up, and man boy was all the way loving it. And but, I was all the way confused. loving it, or I think he was just like, used to his it. point. He like, definitely used to it. He looking at him like, see, I know you happy you ain't coming here with that reckless stuff that you think you be about outside well, of Well, that's here. his sister's baby daddy, so he's seen all that. True. I <laughs> mean, at <laughs> the end of the day, Leon is still the man he with the is. plan, okay? Because it ain't, it ain't, look, let me tell you something. Homeboy, what was that, last episode or the episode before? No, it was last episode. In the middle of Franklin's speech, took a nigga out. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say that. <laughs> he <laughs> took, took someone out. out, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, sis. I'm sorry. It ain't right. Sorry. Okay. They say it in the show, so that's all. That's our only one. All right. It's okay. It's fine. It's in the show. Somebody else talk. Yeah. So in the middle of Franklin doing his speech, he just without with a cue, he was just like boom. So we know he's still the man, but I just didn't think that he was gonna see Scully for who he for really, really, really right. was tonight. And you know, the, and then I think he's just like I don't know. Maybe he's just getting overwhelmed. Like I don't know. Maybe reality is setting in and it's hitting him. Like oh, we really in this? Yeah. Like we trying to expand, but it's some crazy people out here that's doing the same thing we doing. I don't know if we really prepare for all of this. And like we right. said, we, people are knowing everyone, but Franklin Leon knows something's not right. Mama knows something not right. Jerome knows something not right. Franklin has his head in the clouds. So. Yeah. He got his head on that money. He do. That's what he got going working on. Working hard for the money. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, he is working hard for the money, and he is not taking no for an answer. And he's definitely not taking no for an answer with Andre. Let's just go ahead and get into it. So, we open up the show yes. with the press conference. That Andre done hell with the police department and they are gung-ho and happy-go-lucky for finding all of the drug money and guns. And not only that, he and his partner goes to celebrate. But when he got to celebrate, he met a woman named Sheila who just so happened to be Louis' friend. Let's talk about that. That is every episode is a different little thing that Louis and Franklin are devising that we never even see happen until we find out it's happening. I'm like, these little sneaky, I would have never known she was there. I knew it. it. I I kept saying it. I'm like, Sheila, so she about to do something to him. Something right. I didn't know if it was necessarily tied to Franklin and Louis and the fam, but I knew because she just like, just in there by herself casually just walk up to him like, I knew it was a setup, but I I just didn't know it was a setup. Like, when like, she brought him back, people. we figured, okay, she about to do something. Like, you were like, oh, she about to poison him. But I would have never thought that Louis, she would have, you know, met up with Louis, like, good work. You know, I would never have thought that. So, check one for Franklin, Andre. I just mean, one one now. I, I well, like I it, though. It just brought the fuel to the fire. It, yes. just, it just brought this battle going. Like, because cause Andre big-headed all in the press conference thinking he the Superman of, Looking I don't like know, su- Southern Los Angeles. And okay. then, boom. Boom. But I didn't know what they were going to do with that badge and gun. I'm like, are they going to set him up with it? They just wanted to take it because you know a police officer has to report when his stuff is missing. 
So mm. I just didn't think Andre knew it would go all the way up to internal affairs. I thought maybe because he was, he thought because he was the man in front of the camera that it could just be st- stay between him and him and they'll figure it out. Nope. Andre, we reported that you. Was now a he's smart suspended. Move. First of all, the guy that he went and talked to was supposed to be his buddy, mm-hmm. his partner, his friend, but he sent it up. So not only did you get your gun and your badge taken from you, now you sitting at a hearing and they calling you out about what you did to Aunt Louis. They calling you out about every single dirty thing you done mm-hmm. did to Franklin and his people in the lawsuits they have against you because of your f ups. Okay, yep. and then you get suspended on top of that. It's like, how many times, Andre, do we have to remind you you're still just a black dude, all right? Okay. Like, in South L.A. You think these people are your friends, and every single time you think these people are your friends, they remind you who you are, that you're just a black man with a badge, and you could lose that at any moment. So maybe this is his reality check, okay? And the hearing was in a table full of white people. Disrespectful, are you sure? Okay, they have to ask, was it a prostitute? No, are you sure? Like, that was mad disrespectful. Yeah. But I think it snapped him back, like, all right, like, they talking to you crazy because you're a sergeant, but you're still a nobody. I don't think it's snapped him oh, back though. I think I mean I, I, I think he gets that. Like he understands that he's a black man in this, you know, white environment. But I don't th- he's still out for blood for Franklin. Yeah. So I don't know if it made him realize like, okay, these people aren't really on my side, or if it just like I said, set the fuel to the fire. Like I really gotta take him out. This man is affecting my money now, my yeah. job. They got two agendas. They have the same agenda, but for different reasons. Like Andre has a personal vendetta against Franklin. It works for the police because he's still Franklin's still a criminal. So, like, it'll work for the police to take him down as well. But, like, Andre has a personal investment to make sure that Franklin is going down. So, I think he feels like, you know, um, my boy's in blue. They got me. But you have to remember, they just want to take, they don't care what you got going on in your personal life. They just want to take him down. So, but you need to get your facts, I mean, your stuff together. Because I didn't know he had three lawsuits. We found out Auntie Louie got a lawsuit on him. I didn't know she did that. They they got him for everything. They got him for everything. Auntie Louie. Reckless endangerment. Look, they got got him for blowing up the spot for damage people's property mm-hmm. okay he's problematic i mean it was messy how they did it though so that makes sense there you go so boom who child so andre is suspended and he a little shooken up so while he's shooken up he figures that he need to get his daughter out of the scene so he tell her to go around and say her goodbyes because he's sending her to spill mint really quickly okay early she go and say her goodbyes to her friend, and then she get that ass Shawn, Shawn. by Sunshine. Okay, first of all, let's talk about Portia watching it. Like, so yes, she, she just got her booked. Okay, <laughs> that was so unfortunate. She just got that butt beat. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? You know what? I don't know what it is that I have against Mel right now. So let me not you, you express still stuck this. on that energy from last well, she's week. She's still on that energy from last week for sure. She's like, be No, but I don't know. I personally, I felt y'all know I was kind of like on the fence with Mel last week. I'm still kind of team Mel. She just, she just in the mix. She don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. And my heart really felt for her. When old girl ran up on her, like, dang, I can't help what my daddy did. Like, it's not my fault. It's the, you know, it's you're the, right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't like that either. I don't feel like she deserved that. But I. But you gotta think of. Well, you see how she left him. Remember, guys. Remember when I said I was like this the whole time, and she was there dying just Literally. like this. While she and I was just like, dang, Mel, I'm sorry. Sis. So look, y'all. And, Bye, the, and the fact that the dad wanted to send her away early. To not not even to prevent that because he's about to go do something real crazy. But the fact that you try to send her away early and she still got her behind me. Don't lie. 
<laughs> no, how you said behind beat was funny. But I don't know. Maybe he <sighs> didn't see that coming. Like, maybe he did, like, realize, like, okay, stuff is getting ready to get crazy. Like, he want to keep her away from Franklin, but he also just trying to get her out of that environment. He trying to, she he wants her to, you know, excel and do well, get out of the hood. So, I think it was good that he tried to get her to move yeah. away. But now, which is unfortunate that all of these, you know, <laughs> other events are happening. And I think this is just confirmation for Mel because she was in there like, no, I'm not leaving. Can you believe my daddy's sending me off? Now she's going to hop right on that plane she and get sure to Atlanta. Is. She'll walk to Atlanta if she has to. She's out of there. Okay. Yeah, but we, we found out that something actually really big is going on because he told Nick to get his family out of there, too. So it's they're expecting a gang war, maybe a retaliation type okay, of thing. Explain you know? that to me because he was telling him to go out of town after he did the dirt on Franklin or what? So he suspended, no. right? So obviously when you're suspended as a police officer, you're not allowed to do police business, right? So mm-hmm. he's that's why he said, Nick, I need a favor from you. So they're gonna work under the radar to do what they gotta do. But then we see how big it is because not only did he tell his daughter to leave, but he told Nick to get his family out of town. And when you know in the movies, when they say get the family out of town, that means there's going to be some blowback. So whatever mm. they're about to cook and see next week is going to be huge because it could blow back on their families. So we're going to see. What, and remember, Andre cannot work. So it has to be something shady, illegal mm. that he's going to do okay. with Franklin. But he wants Franklin buried. Yeah, he said, I'm going to bury Franklin. So say, that's <clears> it. Let me backtrack to Mel. Okay. <laughs> Mel, leave Mel. her alone. Mel, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, it. girl, for, you know, laughing at this butt whooping you just took. But, you Tom. know, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. It's and not. she should not be punished for what her father is doing. But at the same time, when somebody has rage against a person, they're going to take it out on their family. So everything that you're saying about this whole setup, it might have family blowback. We see it firsthand mm-hmm. with this situation. Like, Sean mm-hmm. Sean didn't beat her up for Franklin. She beat her up because of one of Franklin's workers was her brother and one of them probably her, her baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you never really know who she's tied to. And because Franklin hasn't working up under her, her family is being affected because some Somebody done got locked up and got raided and probably got beat up by the cops too. And so I don't know where to, you know, express all of that rage. So I'm gonna beat your butt because you're yeah. right here. And it was your daddy. Ready. You know I what I'm saying? Get to the yeah. So it's it's really hard. It is it's really hard when it comes to things like that because we have those instances, especially in the black community, where we don't know where to throw our rage and our anger. Mm-hmm. And so then we have things where people are shooting up the block, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like they mm-hmm. doing all types of crazy stuff, they beating people, but who got something to do with it, you know, they might take out your mama because you did something stupid. Like it's crazy. So I believe that in this moment with uh, Andre's plan to kill Franklin or whatever he is going to do with him, it's best that he go ahead and pack mail up and send her. He shouldn't even let her say no goodbyes. No, for he should have yeah. sent he her said, all the way out. Um, send the postcard, girl. You're going to LAX in two hours. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Like, at this point, you know. Yeah. But let's unpack this uh, male doing coke thing because I'm just a little bit confused. We still on it. I thought she was a goody two-shoes. I don't know what's going on. And like, she was doing coke when they went to the skating ring mm-hmm. and now she hiding coke from her daddy. I'm a little concerned about her future. I'm concerned He's too. gonna find it. Yeah, that that's just that's another setup. I think it's just it's just just sprinkling little things and in it's gonna to, kill to mess Andre. Andre up. And Andre's gonna go 
nuts. He probably never look at. They have a nice house. That's a cop's daughter. Never in an. I if I'm a cop, I would never think my kids are doing drugs on me. Mm-hmm. Just because you think like I'm a cop, like I said, a good example. Yeah. When he find that coke in her purse or Girl, wherever, it be is. the main but, ones. I mean, That's just like the preacher kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a preacher's kid, and I do not <laughs> condone <in> cocaine. <laughs> so let's be clear. Not all cocaine <laughs> are bad. Look, it was a it was a stereotype that I threw out there. Okay. Look, it just makes sense. But it does happen. It but does. I think he's gonna find it. It's gonna set him off, and he's gonna act unhinged. I can't wait. When you said hinge, I thought of the dating app. Yikes. Um, anyway. That's another conversation. <laughs> I don't You do looking either. for love? No, I mean, you know, not on the apps. Anyway, the beautiful the Tyra is looking for love, guys. Back to the Dancing. story. Call her. Back to the story. Go ahead. Mine. Um, wow, I just <laughs> lost my train of thought. I don't know. I think, you know, she's just rebellious, yeah. you know? And I think, I don't. I don't know. I think she's just she's just been immune to her environment. She chooses to hang around this crowd. She chooses to do this. So it was kind of just like bound to happen. Pretty in a way. much, yeah. you know. Yeah. And her fake boyfriend, boyfriend, yeah, thing was a drug dealer. So she just wants to do anything to make her dad upset. I feel like at this point, I think she's hiding it. So she doesn't want to make her dad upset. I think she's just doing what she want to do, kind of. I mean, she's a teen. She is a teenager. Like, yeah, and not like teens just keep crack saying. We gotta, or cocaine. We keep forgetting they're eighteen. Yeah, so I think she's just you know doing what she gotta do. But she definitely doesn't want to upset her dad because she's like a goody two shoes. Like we thought, we thought she was a goody two shoes. She does cocaine. Nah, I ain't never get that vibe from her though. I mean, she be sneaking out all with Franklin, doing all of this stuff. She was sneaking him in. Yeah, they was getting it in. Like she got okay. into, she been a little hot. Okay, but she got into Spellman. <laughs> she doesn't seem like she's like you know she's like one of those. She's not Wanda. So yeah. she's a pretty decent kid who Wanda. just does oh my teen things. Yeah, girl, she's Wanda. just figuring out life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all ever see Holiday Heart, but they had to name the girl Wanda. Okay. <laughs> oh, and she done got a, she does a main woman, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wanda was a crackhead, <laughs> and now we have a Wanda who's a crackhead on this show. But anyway, <laughs> so there we are with that. Okay, so we have another situation on the chopping block. Julia, which is Teddy's baby mom slash partner, is low-key setting him up, too. So, she working behind his back with, um, I guess, his ex-boss, who she took the job from when everything just started going haywire and CIA started finding out stuff. So, lo and behold, you know, when this thing with Franklin blew up, she got a little skeptical. He told her, that's his main guy. Don't go after him. She said, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. So, now she's having meetings about him and she's talking about how he's disposable. Not only that, the ex-boss is saying that you need to get him to trust you and then get you know, the ties with all of his people and then they about to do some other stuff. What y'all think is going on with that? Reed slash Teddy, he can't trust nobody. He can't. He can't. He's in a bad position. I think bad he knows it too. position. Mm-hmm. He knows it too, but he, he got to keep moving because like we saw, now this club thing is back on his lap, which Ooh. he thought they just buried. Now that was T. You know, T-T. His, his drugs are T. not dropping. So he just has a lot coming from different angles. And can I say I feel sorry for him now? Not really. Not really. Because Scully want 20k a bird or however that works i know 20 you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's what he want so not only does he want that that's just inglewood by itself but franklin has all these other you know cities Mm -hmm. and neighborhoods that need coke too not only that franklin needs to go 
you know, see Teddy again because, you know, they just met this week. So Teddy can warn him about, you know, he been a little crazy. But he got to go see him again for the drop. And if you don't got the drop for Franklin, then that means Scully ain't going to have oh, his money. Sure. And all these other people ain't going to have their money. And then now it's messing up the whole operation. Down effect. So, yikes. Teddy in trouble. Teddy's in He's trouble. He's in trouble. He better get that, that club quick and in a hurry. Quick and in a hurry because he worried about Franklin. But no, you need to be worried about you. Yeah, I just think he doesn't know it. He really thought he was a big boss. Yeah, and he's just he's just slowly sinking. Like even how he when he was you know talking to Julia is her name, talking to her, and she he was just like yeah you know I had to do coke I had to do this. Like she's seeing him literally just fall apart. Like it's just become right, but it's just become too much for him. And I don't know, but Teddy needs to get it together. Yeah, because Julia, she gonna blow up the spot if he don't be careful. Well, you know what? I don't even think she gonna blow up the spot. I think she gonna connect with all of his people and she's gonna be their master and she's gonna take Teddy's spot while he all washed out and dry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, Teddy is the main supply, you know? Yeah. But Julia is his boss low-key you yeah. know what i'm saying so either way it goes she about to have an upper hand if he don't get a, a wrangle on this and he need to stop leaving gustavo out in mexico waiting for these drops that ain't happening yeah poor gustavo he poor gustavo he's sweating out there <laughs> he look hot out there on the payphone in the desert okay that was his last quarter too that's it shut up <laughs> not his last quarter i'm not about to play with you y'all know what lucia mama gonna feed him he don't need no money. She gonna feed him, okay? Look, mama got him, okay? Okay. <laughs> For now. Mama got him and she crazy, too. <laughs> she might even give him a little something. You never know. Look, anyway, so. <laughs> All right. Speaking <laughs> of giving people a little something. If you are watching for the first time, our special segment is the Drug Lord segment. This is a segment where we just, you know, educate you and inform you on real life drug lords because it kind of ties in with the show. But we want to let you know that we do not in any way condone or advocate for drug lord behavior. All right, Tyra, take it away. Thank you, Portia, for the amazing introduction. And thank you, Josh, for this amazing music in the background. So okay. lit, so lit. It's so lit. Okay, <laughs> so today we are talking about the godmother of cocaine. Her name is Griselda Blanco. Now, what's interesting about her is she is pretty much known for bringing the Colombian cartel to America, which is cool since we're watching the show because we see that they travel to Colombia and they do all of this stuff. So I just thought it was cool that we can throw in Griselda in there today. But yes, so Griselda Blanco, she is known for being one of the most ruthless drug drug queen pins of all time. She is one of the key figures in the Medellin, I want to say, cartel, and has been credited with being a mentor to Pablo Escobar, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, cray, cray. Which they eventually became enemies. Now, Ooh. yes. What? Yeah. Oh? Yeah. According um, to my website that I've been researching on. There. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Because, you know, he cray-cray. And if she more cray-cray than him, then I could just imagine what their rivalry no, was like. Literally. So, um, at her at her height of her, like, career within the drug business, she was um, making at least $8 million a month as a result of her cocaine business. She was listed as the 20th. One of on the twenty um, richest drug dealers of all time, she was listed as number nine. So, Mama was out here making some good money Hold in on, her little drug one. business. 
I don't got that. Frank, I okay, got it, got it. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So anyway, let's just go into a little brief history of her. Now, she has been kind of just like, you know, that 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 boss in her community for a long time. Um, when she at a, at age eleven, she was actually um, she actually kidnapped and murdered a boy from a wealthy a wealthy family, and she was indulged in pickpocketing and prostitution. So she had at lived, eleven at eleven. So she's lived she this lifestyle. She was selling a poo poo at eleven and killing people. Well, she yeah. Yeah, she was involved Ooh. in that whole thing. So all her Baby life, girl. she's, she's kind of been, you know, <laughs> this... She's just been about it all her life. Oh. Um, so in the 1970s is when she moved to Queens, New York. And that's when she began her whole little operation of um, doing drugs, well, starting the Colombian cartel and bringing it to America and so on. Um, and yeah, she was just this, this boss woman in the business. She was her nickname. She got her nickname black widow for killing her husbands. She killed them, did all of that. So she's a black widow because how many husbands she had, what does this say? She had about her third husband. So she She killed all three. And also she was actually openly bisexual as well. Yes. Because I also read that she had these, like these crazy, like orgies and she, used to like force people to have sex like put them at gunpoint she was just like this what? boss woman yeah like i don't think that's, that's boss. not I boss think at that's all not, not boss. that's a little psycho no she's a dictator with her what she does <laughs> she was just how can i phrase this evil an evil dictator yes she was possessed yeah of high power. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, all of this kind of got back to her. Um, she was arrested and released um, in 1985. Released? Yeah. So, in 1985, police caught up with they her in California. She was arrested on drug charges da- dating back to 1975. But while she was in custody, she was charged with three other mur- uh, murders. And during her incarceration, she was still doing her operation. So, she was kind of like, you Running know. Running it from the jail. Yeah. Doing all of this. Cra- like. I'm telling y'all, she Can't just how long she was in jail. I don't know how long she was in jail. She got released. She got released. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, she her story did not end well. In September 2012, she was an, unfortunately shot and gunned down in the head. It was by a unknown motorcyclist. So she had a crazy lifestyle. It ended up coming to an end. But I think her story is just pretty interesting because not only was she a woman, but she was like a woman with this in, in this huge empire that she just created. Um, but also another cool mm-hmm. thing about this story, if you guys are interested in learning more about her, J-Lo, our good sis J-Lo, is actually working on a biopic. She was inspired by her story and, you know, she's Latina, so she's excited to kind of like unravel this story and soon HBO will be, will be releasing a biopic of her they story. find anyone else? Wow. I mean, I think J-Lo just wanted to, you know? Shout out to J-Lo. That's Shout some good her. news. That brings so, us to our news and gossip segment. Yes. That was some good stuff. Okay, Griselda Blanco. Blanco. Rest in peace, crazy woman. Rest in peace. (laughs) This news and gossip is real (laughs) short and sweet. Snowfall has been renewed for season four. It's lit. It's lit. Super exciting news. It's slated to debut next year, 2020. It was announced by FX's entertainment presidents, Nick Grad and Gina Balian. So we see how crazy this season has been, where it's going. We are excited to see that it's going to continue next season for next year. And you guys at home watching and listening, let us know who you want to see come back. 
What do you want to see happen? I know the season's still going, so we don't know what's going to happen. But you guys need to gear up because Snowfall's coming back. And you know what? Yes. Rest in peace to John Singleton. He would be... So, so proud. And shout out to John for even creating a show that can live on through his legacy while he's not even here. Like, that's that's great. Writers, directors, everyone, they're going to keep that ball rolling and probably keep that inspiration that he started it with and make sure it keeps its integrity. So we're excited. Congratulations to the Snowfall cast. Congratulations. John Singleton is a true legend. Okay? True legend. At least we know Franklin's not dead. At least we know Franklin ain't dead. Okay, right? Right? You're not going to win this season. <laughs> Look, speaking <laughs> of Franklin not little, being dead, let me get your predictions really quickly. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Real fast, Andre's going to find a crack. He's going to go crazy. Woo, child. Real fast. Um, Andre's going to find out about Mel, and it's going to be some more drama unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep on saying it until it happens. Andre's going to die. Okay? There you have it. So, until next time, I'm signing off. I'm Portia Carter. You can find me on all things social media at Portia Carter. Ladies, why don't you just tell them where they can find you? I'm Adeze. You can find me on Instagram at one Adeze, one A-D-A-E-Z-E. I'm Tyra. You can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. We out. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.